Good morning, Trav. Yeah, good morning, Brendan. Uh, yeah, it looks a good day of racing out there at Hamilton today. Eight races, and good to see the jumps with three races there to start the day. Most certainly. Darren Colpin, the track manager, is on the line as well. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, soft five is the uh, the track rating today. Rail in the true. Haven't had too much rain over the last little bit? Oh, I haven't had any rain. Well, I think I've had rain <laughs> for the past seven days. No, I've uh, been watering fairly well. Uh, yeah, no, track's genuine soft five. Uh, should be perfect for jumping. Most certainly. Uh, any of the locals, any locals stepping out today, we should be keeping an eye on. Noble Rocks, maybe? Oh, uh, Noble, he doesn't know he's nine-year-old, but, um, yeah, he, he always races honestly here, so he'll be a chance again. Best of luck with him and good luck with the program today. Safe racing. No worries. Thanks, boys. Darren Culpin there, the track manager from Hamilton. We'll take a look at the first. It's a maiden hurdle over the two miles. Scratchings are 6 and 12. Uh, still awaiting a rider for Arlington Valley uh, here, horse number 11. But a look at the fixed market here. Blenheim Palace at $1.45. Dr. Dependable, three seventy. The Beehive, 15 Crafty Line, 16 Yulong Palace, 19 Joshua Reynolds, a $21 chance. Sandman, 23 Blenheim Palace, if he can bring his flat ability, Trav, he, he's going to be well and truly in this, but Dr. Dependable's had a, had a, had a nice first up run over the hurdles last time. Crafty Line just found Serenade the Stars too good for him at his last hurdle start. Yulong Palace wasn't bad in a slowly run race at Tarang, and I don't mind the trials of Joshua Reynolds. Yeah, it's a competitive little maiden hurdle, but I think your, your point that you make about Blenheim Palace being the best horse on the flat is extremely uh, valid here because he's just got lengths on these on the flat. Like He ran second in a uh, third in the Werribee Cup going back sort of five starts ago behind Starcaster and Dark Dream. Horses competitive at sort of group level. You only have to go back sort of three three starts ago and uh, sorry, two starts ago you ran you know, fifth behind Dash in Sweet Junior is one of the key chances in the Sydney Cup. So um, he's, he's had two hurdle trials leading into it. Now, the first one at Warnable, I thought was pretty good behind Count Zero and Sinatica. Sinatica then came out and won at the ball over the hurdles. And then his last one, he jumped really nicely. They, uh, him and Lord Piero sort of went together for a long way and they, they jumped at race speed, which is unusual in hurdle trials, as you would know, Brendan, having called plenty of them in your time. And it was a good sort of test for him there. He got through the... The jumps really nicely cleared them quite well. And I think given he sort of jumped that last hurdle trial at race speed, I think this sets him up really well here to win on debut over the obstacles. And I just think if he handles yeah, jumping, he'll he'll have too much class for a lot of these on the flat, and that's why he's such short odds. Uh, one Blenheim Palace on top to beat the two crafty line. Gee, I thought this horse's jumping leading into his um, debut run was... Terrific. Uh, caught him in a Taralgan jumps trial, and I thought he went really well. And then last start, uh, he's making his sort of debut over the well for the season, debut for the season at least um, at Terrain, where he ran second behind Serenade the Stars. I thought was really good. Uh, Serenade the Stars just a bit too quick for him on the flat, but uh, he's a good jumper. And Hamilton, I think the circuit will suit him. Three Doctor Dependable. Is another one who trialed really well leading into his sort of first run for the season over the sticks, and he was good behind Hush Rider, who again was just too good for him on the flat. Hush Rider, a sort of Group Three winner on the flat, and this guy said only you know a rating seventy horse on the flat, so he just couldn't keep up with him there late. But he stuck to the task well. He'll certainly run well here. 
and ate the beehives, the horse. I've taken a little bit of an interest in it, the jumps trials. I thought his um, trial at Taralgon was quite good. I think he'll acquit himself well here on debut over the obstacles. One, two, three, eight in the first. One, two, three, eight. I'll be having a little play, Trev, Joshua Reynolds. Something small, the win, but uh, the place. I like the way how he went about it at Taralgon in his most recent trial. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, he's just... His platform leaves a little bit to the, be desired, but yeah, perhaps getting over the sticks, he'll uh, start to sharpen up this time in. Second of Andy's a hurdle over the two miles. This for the open hurdlers. Favourite here is Enunciate at two dollars four. Wazuzu three seventy three. Serenade the stars four eighty. Chen is nine fifty. So Belafonte eleven. The Bedouin twenty three. Looking around thirty four. Uh, a race in the the top three, pretty much uh, in the market. Uh, Trav, they got it pretty much spot on. I think Rick was right in his call post race uh, with Annunciate and, and Saint Arnica. Had there been one more hurdle a little further down the, the home straight, I don't think the margin mightn't have been as great between him and Saint Arnica last time out. Yeah, and that's the big tick for Annunciate now at Hamilton. He's a winner at this track, and you know you do get those you know hurdles in the straight, and it's not as long run sort of on the flat, and you don't have that sort of 400-metre run in on the flat like you do at Waterball. So he's probably better suited at Hamilton where there is more jumps for him. In saying that, there's probably not a horse here on the flat that goes as well as Sinanica. I know Serenade the Stars in the past life probably does, but um, he was pretty good winning at Terang in a maiden hurdle, so you can't discount him. And I, I sort of thought there's a little bit too much between them in the market, uh, Serenade the Stars and Enunciate. Uh, and because of that, I've gone with Serenade the Stars on top to beat Annunciate, but I don't think there's too much between them. They're both really solid horses on the flat, um, and they're both pretty solid jumpers, but I just think Serenade the Stars has the upside. He's only had the one hurdle run for that really solid win, and I think he can perhaps you know, beat Annunciate this year again, just because of the, the difference in the prices went the way of Serenade the Stars on top of Annunciate, but yeah, the Hamilton circuit will really suit him. Wazuzu's the interesting runner in the race. Um, he comes here making his first appearance over the obstacles this season. Last season, he really went through the grades. He won a maiden hurdle um, at Warnable and absolutely bolted in by 13 lengths, beating Pueblo, and then went to the JJ Houlihan hurdle, started $6 behind Saunter Boy, and was in the race a long way. Um, sort of the second, third majority of the race looked like he was going to fight out the finish, and then a couple of them were just a little bit too quick for him late on the flat, and he finished fifth. But that's a pretty good form line for a race like this. So I think he's definitely competitive with the top two here. And then went the way of the five Chenners, who's very consistent, but probably just lacks the class of the top three. Two serenade the star, uh, three serenade the stars to beat two enunciate, four Wazuzu, and five Chenners, three, two, four, five. These form races were pretty handy heading to Warnable last year. Flying Agent won the open hurdle and the maiden hurdle was won by Valak. So maybe just something to keep in the, the back of your mind, a little bit of jumping early on in the season heading to the bull trap. Yeah, 100%. I think this steeple's probably a, a good example of that with American and Paris and Vanguard from one of the, the key jumping stables in Simon Wall. An open chase over the two miles is the third small field, but it's a good race. Scratchings are four. Scratching is for my King's Council riders. wonder if this is any lead. Ronan short rides Vanguard. Will Gordon goes on to three. American in Paris. Vanguard is the favourite at 2.15. American in Paris, 2.50. White Heath, he was going OK in a chase at, to, to, at Terang before he was pulled up. Uh, two starts ago, $4 for uh, him. Luke's $19, probably better suited over a 
bit further now and Pier and Spring a $31 chance for Cully and Kuru but uh, Vanguard is the favourite reading anything into the the riders choices here at Trev? I wasn't but uh, it is interesting with Ronan Short you know sort of the stable rider for the horses over the obstacles for Simon Wilde and this horse Vanguard is yet to make his debut over the 6-4 Simon um, he has you know, raced well over the jumps in New Zealand he's only sort of a new acquisition of the stable and Ronan has done all the work with him in his jumps trial so I'm just wondering whether just, they just wanted to keep Ronan on um, instead of replacing him uh, who's you know, the less experienced jumper if you like and the horse they don't know as much about compared to American and Paris who who they've had their whole his whole career and is quite an established jumper. So that was maybe a little bit of my thinking, but um, yeah, maybe you could take a lead into Ronan being on Vanguard. I think at the prices, American and Paris is a good bet against the stable mate. I really liked what he did last campaign over the jumps, and I thought his return behind Britannicus was pretty good. Britannicus, I think, is going to be one of the real stars of the the steeplechase scene this this season and probably heads to a Briley steeplechase as the, the current favourite. And I thought he ran really well behind him in second spot. Britannicus just a bit too quick for him on the flat. But uh, I think back to Hamilton where he's ran really well in the past. Uh, he's a winner here at this track over the sticks. And I, I think he's a good bet to beat Vanguard, the three American in Paris. You really can't knock the two Vanguard. He's got the X factor. He's run well in both of his runs here in the flat. Last time chasing Count Zero, the Jericho Cup win over 3,300 metres. And uh, his steeple trial, he was just given sort of a quiet time behind San Remo and Valak. He, he looks the jump well. I just thought he's a little bit short at the price compared to the stable mate. They're the clear top two. Um, then with the one Lukes, I think he's better placed coming back to Hamilton where there's a bit more jumps than, say, Terang. Um, I thought he's trial leading into the Terrain run was really good at Terrelgan where he jumped really what nicely. He's obviously a seasoned campaigner. He's been a great horse for his connections. I think he'll run well. And then Six Perry and Spring is uh, brings in a little bit of X Factor himself uh, having his first uh, look at the obstacles in Australia here for Richard Cully. I didn't mind his jumps trial um, even though he was sort of beaten a long way. He seemed to jump well um, and I thought he could run a little bit of a bold race here at a price with Kuru in the saddle but uh, three to beat two one six in the steeple. Three to beat two one six in the chase for Trav as we move on to the first of the flat races. The Jumps Boys stay on board there for this zero to fifty eight highway over the twenty two hundred metres. Ten is a scratching. Astral Knight is the favourite at a dollar eighty. Brungle Bertie at four dollars eighty with Mister Mischief. Dreambound nine fifty. Resolutions nineteen. Centaine's Portrait twenty one. Full four scale at twenty three dollars. Yeah, tough little race. I thought Mr. Mischief, though, here is well-placed. He's now fourth up in the campaign. He's a winner here at Hamilton over this distance in the past. I thought his last start effort at Avoca was quite good. He um, he carried 60 kilos there in a 0-58, to 58, probably a stronger race than this, and was sort of taken off a little while from home, was ignited by Benbo probably inside the 600 and took off wide and then just gassed on his run a bit late. But I thought it was a nice pipe opener run for this at 2,200 metres. I think he gets back to his form of last preparation. He's the best horse in the race. And happy to be with him here, Mr Mischief. I think he's a really good bet. Number two, to win in front of the five Astral Knight, who hasn't done anything wrong in his alone Victorian preparation. He's had the one run and hit the line pretty well behind Sword of War at 1,700 metres. 
I just think he's a little bit short at sort of the the you know under close to two dollars that he is. Um, that was my only real knock, but um, he's certainly on the. If he can replicate his first up run in Victoria, he's going to be hard to beat in a race of this nature. And does get Aaron Lynch in the saddle, which is a big positive for the highweights. Eleven Centaines Porter, I thought, is going really well this mare. Uh, last start effort was not too bad in a 23.50 behind Eagles and Pins, and the start before chased Alexander Hamilton and ran second there. Don't think she's completely hopeless in this event. And then the sixth Dreambound, who's been taking a couple runs to get fit, but I thought he's uh, sort of form last preparation when he got up to 2,400 metres. He did run second in a 58, and I thought that's good enough to suggest he could run well here. Two five eleven six for me. Two five eleven six in race number four on the program. Race number five is the first leg of the quaddy. This is a zero to fifty eight over eleven hundred metres. Four Pritchard is the scratching. Profits choice the favourite number eight at two dollars and fifteen. Lady Cumberland four Dothraki at four forty nine dollars. Golden Esprit, Foxy Star eleven and thirteen. Magna Carta. Yeah, really taken by the jump outs here, Brennan of Dothraki. This horse he had one preparation. For Paul Prusker in the spring, they got him out to sort of 1,700 metres a mile. He started right in the market at all three of his starts. And to be honest, he just sort of just trailed the pack. He was beaten, not a big margin, but wasn't competitive either. He was sort of beaten three and a half lengths, never looked likely to win any of them. He's come back this campaign, though, with some really sharp jump outs, and they resume at 1,100 metres. Oh, I think there's some real intent from this horse, Dothraki. He's obviously had some talent because they bought him out in New Zealand. He had had a win over there, and I think he's coming to the races here ready to fire first up. The recent jump out at Horsham was terrific. Um, I think he's pretty hard to beat here, the one Dothraki off the work I saw, if he can convert that to race day. Six Lady Cumberland back to 1,100 metres, I think, is the danger. Just didn't run out the 1,200 metres last time behind Astro Castro at Swan Hill. Run prior at Bendigo was pretty good, and one, two, uh, three starts ago at the eleven hundred here at, uh, at Ararat. So, has to be competitive at eleven hundred metres, which I think is a big tick for this horse rather than twelve. Uh, eight profits choice, the maiden Galloper has a lot of support in this market because I think there's a, a sort of maybe a, a feeling within the marketplace this isn't a strong race, but I think Dothraki's maybe being a little bit undersold given maybe much attention hasn't been given to his jump outs and this filly's maybe a little bit shorter than she should be, given she's a maiden galloper tackling the 58 grade. But she has been very good in maidens. Uh, the two starts ago here at Hamilton, she was terrific, only beaten the half length, no, one and a half lengths by Summit Queen. And last time at Warnable, up on top of the speed, she ran well. So has to be a chance. Uh, but just thought she was a little bit short. And then seven Magna Carta gets in well at the weights with the claim for Sheridan Clark. Was a good run last start, and he's a very consistent horse in this sort of level. He'll run well. One, six, eight, seven in the fifth. Race number six on the program is a benchmark 64. It's part of the Good Friday Trainers Series. 1,400 metres is the distance here. There are no changes to report donation. The favourite, 320. Yulong Patrol, 350. La Cryber at $5, as is uh, Kiracat, 750. Hostar Rebellious Lord, $8.50. Kate Richards, best of the rest, 31. Yeah, good addition this, I think, in the Good Friday Trainers Series because I think there's two nice horses sort of clashing here in Donation and La Crimer. If they go to the the final there at sale, the $150,000 race on Good Friday, they'll make their presence felt. Um, 
I went donation just on top of La Crime of the four. I thought Holly McKechnie's got this horse going really well. I loved his run first up at Mount Gambia when he hit the line hard behind Unlimited Ability and then last up behind Sir Davey and Irish Rockstar. He got a fair way out of the out of the race. It was sort of Irish Rockstar kicked away coming on the home bend, put up a big break on them, and Sir Davey ran him down. Sir Davey, the start prior, was um, pretty unlucky not to win at Soundown. And I thought the effort of donation to get within three lengths was quite good for uh, this sort of level of race. Sticking to 1,400 metres, I think a tick. Declan Bates going on, standover rider, tick. And he's only had the five starts. He's got a bit of upside, this guy. And happy to be within the four donation. From the six, LaCrima, who's got some upside herself. Only had six starts. Two starts here for a win and a third. Uh, first up run was pretty good at Warrnambool and made really good ground behind Mingora and star midfielder. And then last start, probably had the race in her keeping and just got run down by Mashika. But was good there. Uh, certainly has to be respected here on her home track. It's the danger. Then went with the eight, Kira Cat, who gets the blinkers on. Another sort of horse is lightly raced. Only a three-year-old filly with six starts. Thought she was pretty good last start behind Gundek, who came out and franked the form in a Bendigo Guineas yesterday. Um, so has to be respected on the back of that. And then went the way of the two Yulong Patrol, who's pretty consistent at this level, but I thought he's a little bit behind some of these horses with the upside. Four, six, eight, two in the Good Friday Trainers Series heat. Race number seven is a 58 over 1,400 metres. No scratchings here. Uh, in fact, there are some scratchings. Uh, we miss writing them ones down. Seven, eight and ten coming out of this one. Uh, Paramedic, the favourite, 240 for Declan Bates and Pruska. Fergal, 420 as is Andress. Clever George, 8850. Trenchant, 12 Noble Rocks. Miss Cavendish, the Ruffy, $23. Yeah, happy to go with Paramedic here because I just think if he gets back to his best form, he'll beat these quite comfortably. Um, you go back three starts ago, he's two and a half lengths off here to shock a horse who's been competitive in Group 1 races as a three-year-old. Uh, and then his last two, I don't know what to make of his last two, to be honest, Brennan. He's just been disappointing at Ballarat and Soundown, but they've been in much harder races than this. Um, they're persisting with the campaign, even though he's had four runs. Paul Pruska, you know, keeps the blinkers on, goes to Declan Bates, comes back in grade. I think it suggests that he's here to win, and uh, if he brings his best, he should be winning. So just sticking with him here, the one paramedic, to beat the two Fiegel, who is racing really well. He doesn't probably have the class of a horse like paramedic, but I thought his last start effort at Terang was really good, up on top of the speed when just gunned down late by Dazala. He'll be up on top of the speed and give you a good sight. Uh, then went with the, the five, Andrus, who was a good winner here in Maiden, grade two starts ago. And then went to Geelong, didn't really fire behind Seeking Glory and Hillcrest Moses. Perhaps back to Hamilton could be the key for her. And then in for fourth went the way of the local, the four Noble Rocks, who always runs well here at Hamilton. But one paramedic clearly on top to beat two, five and four. One, two, five, and four in race number seven. Race number eight is the heat of the Never Wilson series. There are no scratchings here. Young Lars at two eighty. Hal Crimson four dollars forty. Long day for Jackie Berriman. One in the first, one in the last. Bedouin King six dollars. Prize Lad six fifty. Seven the Yachtsman seven fifty. I'll be gone. The rest head well into double figures. Competitive race to end the day, Brennan. I went the way of young Lars, who I thought was a good winner last start at Strathalbyn. He came from a long way back there, circled the field and got up to win sort of in the last 100 metres for Jacob Offerman. Go back three starts ago and he was a good 
sort of third here at Hamilton where I thought they just probably rode him a bit too cold. Uh, here, if he can just position a little bit closer than what he's been doing in sort of his recent races, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat. He's got a good turn of foot, this guy, for a horse at this level, young last. And Jacob Offerman, a, a nice, exciting rider on the way through. I think he's uh, come here just to ride mainly this horse. So five young Lars on top for me to beat three prize lad, who's gotten really well for uh, David Drever at, at Terang. I thought his first up run was really strong behind Dazala, hit the line hard, step up to the mile, suits him. Uh, he's won here in the past at Hamilton, so has to be a chance. Uh, four, I'll be gone. If you go just wipe his last start, then he's easy enough to make a case for. He was pretty disappointing at Oakbank last time and beaten 15 lengths, but the, the run's prior very good, including a win here three back at Hamilton where he's too strong for young Lars. Uh, he does have a good record here too at Hamilton. Three goes for two wins. And the Yachtsman was pretty good last time at Geelong and is building towards a win. Uh, five, three, four, six in the last. Best Valley quality play of the day for Hamilton, please, Trav. I think the best bet is on the flat. Race seven, number one, Paramedic. If he gets back to his best form, better than Black Odds is pretty good price. Uh, next best race four, number two, Mr. Mischief. I think he's well placed fourth up, getting to 2200 on a track he's won at it in the past. The quaddy will go one six eight in the first league, four six eight second league, one two third league, and in the last league three four five. Three four five. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brendan.